All right, quick, uh, quick little note ahead of time. Uh, we do these in two parts just because of how long these commentary tracks are. So this is part one of us watching Batman Forever. We'll start off with some news and then go into the first half of the movie. But don't worry, part two is out right now as well. So as soon as you finish this part one, you can click right on over and listen to part two. So with that, on with the show. Hey everyone, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Today, we will be watching Batman Forever, the forgotten movie. We were just talking about it. It's kind of the forgotten movie of the original four from the 90s, and uh, one that we both actually enjoy. Kind of a guilty pleasure movie, for sure. Um, for sure. But uh, before we get into that, there's not a whole lot of news again. A couple things. One, we're both going to absolutely rant on how absolutely stupid this Titan show is going to be. Oh, God. We already knew it was going to be bad. And I mean, if you if you're looking forward to it, that's fine. You uh, enjoy, I, you enjoy enjoy watching the show just as you probably enjoy watching Gotham. That's fine. But we we refuse to to um give any of these things our time. Um I'll probably watch the first couple episodes just so I can properly hate on it. But um me? No, I will. No, I'm saying I'll let you do it for me. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I'm not watching this garbage. But my goodness gracious. The the news that comes out with Robin, the whole reason Robin is on his own is because he's against Batman because Batman's a killer. Holy freaking crap. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. For multiple reasons. No, no, no. no just for every reason. Like, for every, there's not one non-reason. No. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that is... But- that but is... what I don't what I don't get, obviously, the whole Batman killing thing is stupid. And right. Any anyone that does it, I automatically hate it. Right. Um, but apparently, I also heard in the show in the very first episode, Robin kills a guy by shoving, uh, like uh, the lawn clippers, like you know the hedge trimmer sharp things, into a guy's crotch. I'm like, okay, one, you have him killing, but you have him killing like the most over the top violent way possible i'm like wait a minute yeah i thought the whole reason we started this rant was because robin is on his own because he doesn't want to kill like batman and he's mad at that and now you're saying that the opening has him gruesomely killing a guy yeah well i mean but that yeah like the trailer though this trailer already shows him killing people like he clearly he clearly kills that guy when he steps on his neck oh yeah I kind of put so, the trailer out of my mind. Yeah, so that's why I was like, I was so, I was even more baffled when that was the reason. It's like, okay, one, it's stupid. You have Batman killing, uh, you know, uh, apparently killing people in this universe, but then you show Dick Grayson of all killing people in your show. So I, I have no idea what the hell is going on. No, I, I don't either. I don't. I mean that the show is like just so tryhard and cringy, like. Uh, like apparently some uh, reviewers have already gotten to see the first couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And some of them were like, uh, you know, some of the people who clearly don't know anything about these characters or care, like, oh, it's a dark show, a new take on. But like the people who actually care are like, this is so, like, want to be dark, try hard. And then that was when someone noted Robin killing a guy by stabbing him in the, in the, 
groin with a sharp object. Like, ugh. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. It's just a shame this stuff keeps being made because at this point, the only things that are being made are garbage. And so, especially for all the younger people coming up, this is all they're going to know. Oh, God. Are, are these movies about. and these TV shows. And it's like... That's it's just such a shame. I mean, thank goodness for some of the animated movies that have been coming out, because otherwise yeah. there would be nothing that would be any anything like proper of these characters. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Like, God, can you imagine some poor kid grown up and their first like, exposure? Imagine like a 10 year old right now who's now come yeah. out with Batman v Superman and yes. now Justice League and now this Titan show that's coming out. And it's just like. Well, one, shouldn't be watching this Titan show. That's another thing. That's another problem. This is not the show to be this dark, violent thing. The Teen Titans is not supposed to be that. That's supposed to be the lighter side of things. Well, hence the fact they're too embarrassed to call it the actual title. That's true, too. No, this is Titans, like, in all, like, bronze, like, title. Like, oh, it's so cringy. Again, it's like, why would you pick... This source material to go all dark and edgy. There are plenty of of DC properties that would totally fit that tone. Yes, there this. are. No, not this. No, Ugh. there are. There definitely are. Uh, anyway, it's like when you when you make Teen Titans go look good, like you have a problem. I mean, I know one hundred percent what this is. This is them looking at the Netflix shows. I mean, like, oh, yeah. well, that's what that's what works. So we'll do that, but with these characters. And it's like, okay, well, one, yes, that works because. These characters lend themselves to this style, and not even all of them are that dark. Daredevil oh. is. Luke Cage isn't that dark. Iron oh. Fist wasn't that dark. Jessica oh, no. Jones kind of was, but Daredevil's the the darkest one because he's the darkest character. Even among those shows, it's not all the same type of thing. No. And so it's just like, and I know 100% that's what, that's what caused this, this Titan oh, show sure. to be this way. And it's like... Yeah, I mean, you could do that with certain characters. With certain DC characters, you could do that. Um, I mean, but just not, not these, this is a group of kids. These are a kid's group. It's like that. You can make it edgy. You can do a teen thing with edgy. There's plenty of teen stuff that can make it edgy, but it's not this type of, it shouldn't be this type of style. No. Anyway, I'm sure all you guys hate us because all we do is hate on everything, which is fair because most of the stuff coming out is terrible and we're not going to whitewash things, uh, like how a lot of fans do because fans are fans and they want to like things. And I understand that. And people that have those like positive attitudes like that, I get it. And that's fine. But unfortunately me and Ian, we want, we care enough. I, I like to look at it. We care enough about this that we like to see things that are the way they're supposed to be because they're the way they're supposed to be for a reason. Well, I don't. I don't think we're in the minority with Titans. If you look at the the trailer, the uh, the like to dislike ratio, and really every comment is like, "Oh my god, this is embarrassing. This is going to be terrible." Yeah, uh, I think Titans were <laughs> we hold the same opinion as as most of the people on the internet. But yeah. of course, yeah, like you know, Justice League and yeah. DC movies. Obviously, you know, I'm sure we'll get some. And again, look, that's one. Of, that's another reason why I like doing these commentaries with movies. Because when you're watching the commentary, you can comment on everything that's happening, and there are good things in all of these movies. In every yep. Batman man, that's, in every Batman movie that's been made, there are good things in it. We in Batman Forever, there are a handful of good things in it. I mean, in Batman vs Superman, there are a handful of good things in it. So 
we're not just hating on everything, but no. still as a whole, the things that are bad, we're going to point out that they're bad. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. If you don't like that style, well, that's fine. But that's that's our style of things. Very real, and um, we have the same opinions on pretty much pretty much everything. Very, very close, anyway. So, it lends itself to a, a consistent podcast, anyway. <laughs> Until we get to the Dark Knight Rises you like The Dark Knight Rises that much? Oh, I love it, dude. Okay, yeah. We'll get into that. That'll be we'll fun. I, I got I got blinded by Dark Knight Rises because that's the first ever Batman movie I saw in theaters. And we saw it we saw it together. Oh, I, and I we remember. saw it and we saw it in IMAX and it, and, it was awesome. and it was beautiful. Oh yeah. And so it was amazing. And then watching it again, you're like, Wow, this was really dumb. And this was really dumb. And this was really dumb. Anyway, I watched it for the first time in a while a couple weeks ago. And I was like, Yeah. Anyway, it, it's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of flaws, and I'm excited to get to that. But okay. <clears throat> anyway, so today we'll get into this now. Um, How's our soapbox there for like ten minutes? But <laughs> um, now we'll get into the the main programming. Batman Forever is what we're going to watch today. The yeah. uh, third of the '90s Batman movies. Uh, we've and gone Tim through. Burton. Yeah, yeah, the first one without Tim Burton. Um, a lot of a lot of background with this movie. Um, the Batman was kind of dead at the time. Um, after Batman Returns, made a lot of money, but didn't do as well as everyone was hoping. And then kind of didn't kill the character, but definitely put it on the shelf for a year or two. And um, nobody really was all that much excited for another Batman movie at this point. And you know, but Which the studio is crazy to think about now. I know, it really is the studio. But, uh, Wanted to make a new one, so they, uh, you know, Tim Burton didn't want to make any more, really, and the studio didn't want him to make any more. It was kind of a mutual thing, yeah, and uh, stayed on to produce it, but wasn't going to direct it, so they found another director, Joel Schumacher, who, to his credit, has made some good movies. Oh, sure. I mean, Lost Boys is great, um, but uh, so he came in, and then the whole kind of idea was a trying to make it a little lighter, a little bit more kid-friendly, a little bit more merchandise friendly although the merchandise was tough for a tough sell at the time because of batman for uh, batman um, returns and so i think it was like walmart and hasbro there was like two or three companies were the only ones who really signed on and then they freaking made a killing after this movie came out um with the popularity of it but um so definitely went in a different direction michael keaton stepped out kind of at the last minute at the beginning he was kind of still signed on and then Stepped off kind of later, so they ended up bringing in Val Kilmer because Joel Schumacher was a big fan of him from Tombstone, which if you haven't seen Tombstone, it's one of the greatest movies ever made. And Please do. Val Kilmer in Tombstone is arguably Amazing. one of the greatest acting performances ever. I concur. Um, ever, of, of anything. It's it's unbelievable. Val Kilmer is my favorite actor of all time. I have a signed Val Kilmer Batman picture hanging up on my wall. and uh, what? Yeah, I do. And a signed uh, Top Gun picture with Val Kilmer, uh, signed by Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. I have that too. But um, yeah, I do have a Batman. Val Kilmer thinks, so this movie's great for me because my favorite character in Batman and my favorite actor in Val Kilmer in the same thing. So, um, there you, go. you know, but we'll, uh, we'll get in that. We can talk about more kind of as the movie goes on. But uh, we're about to get it started here. Um, I'm at one second. I'm at and, five. Oh, hold on. I'm at. And it's the Warner Brothers. Six. The all right. Let me see. 
Yeah. It's the Warner Brothers logo right now, and it's just starting to turn black. I'm at five seconds right now. Where are you? Uh, I'm at six. So what is it? What does the screen look like? The Warner Brothers logo, like uh, kind of bluish, you know, blackish. Okay. All right. I'm there too. So we'll go ahead. Let me see. I went too far. I got to go back. All right. So we will. All right, now I'm at six seconds as well. So we're both at six. Uh, you want to count it off, Ian? All right, all right. 30, 29, 28, 27. Why don't we just go from three? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, <laughs> three, two, one, go. All right, so we have now clicked play, and the Warner Brothers logo is now morphing into the Batman logo. Um, I should probably turn captions on. Okay, they are. Okay. Um. One thing that kind of bugs me with this opening is they change the they change a lot of stuff in this movie. They change the music. Um, yeah. The Batman theme from the first two movies is the greatest theme ever up there with the Star Wars theme, in my opinion. Uh, like, movie theme. Star oh, Wars sure. and the Batman theme are my two favorites. And I just don't see... I mean, I get how you're changing the tone, but... I, I mean, and this Batman theme is okay, but it's just... Why? You already had the yeah. perfect one. Yeah. It's not as memorable as a Danny Elfman one. It's not. But it's not it's, bad. It's, oh, no, I like it, yeah. It's fine. But, um, but it's just not... It doesn't have the weight that the other one does. Yeah. So, you know, all the main actors. Obviously, this has Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face, Jim Carrey, Riddler, Chris O'Donnell, Robin, Nicole Kidman, Chase. Now we got the Batman gear up. Yeah. Which, uh, as we were talking about earlier... The beginning of this movie was supposed to be Two-Face escaping from Arkham, which is a deleted scene, which is awesome. And yeah. what a great tone to set it up. But instead, we have him suiting up, and then we have him with the drive through line coming up, which is just terrible. But yeah. um, immediately shows a different direction. Um, oh, yeah. Also, this is another thing that I absolutely hate. This is the worst freaking Batmobile in the history of the world. Yeah. Like, it to is me, like, trash. The only motive behind it was sell toys. I hate this Batmobile so much. You, we yeah, go from weird. the best Batmobile bill ever in the first two movies to this piece of crap. This one-seater, like, almost looks like a drag racer car. Yeah, I and mean, it's like, of all things There's to the drive through line. It's just terrible. But Yeah, you know. of all things to keep, we had to keep Michael Koff as Alfred. Yeah, I know. I'm not a big fan. He, him and Jim Gordon are the only two people I oh, think that are in all four movies. That's right, yeah. But, yeah, uh, oh, God, I hate the blue rims. Like it's all light bad. Up. It, you know what? You know what I found out? This this was designed by the guy who designed like did all the production design on Alien, which totally makes sense. Oh, okay, not yeah the car. Not HR I mean the Giger, car, but the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so it looked because that's what it looks like. It looks like a spaceship thing, like an alien ship thing. It's terrible. Well, now we have Two Face, Tommy Lee Jones, Two Face, which is one of the worst parts of this whole movie. Um, love Tommy Lee Jones. Love Tommy not, Lee Jones. Not in this role. No, not this character. It's just yeah. like, I don't know what they were doing writing this case. It's honestly like, oh, the Joker was popular, so let's just... Every villain has to be this big, over-the-top, maniacal person. And then that's what they did. And it's just like, for Riddler, fine. For Two-Face, no. Although Two I Face. do love like coming into the movie and like Two-Face is already established and already yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, I do like, like cause that. Because I'm not always dying to see more Two-Face. Unfortunately, of course... You only get to see him in the last 20 minutes of The Dark Knight. It's like yeah. we never got to see more of him because I love Two-Face as a villain. Oh, I love I love Two-Face. Two-Face and Joker and Mad Hatter are my favorite Batman villains. Ooh. 
forth. But it's just like, eh. So, and this beginning is probably my favorite Two Face part of the whole movie. Oh yeah, because this is kind of—he's still goofy, but it's not quite over the top when he gets with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And that's really the difference. Before Jim, he's with Jim Carrey. He's a lot more subdued. He's yeah. still, honestly, still goofy, but it's not as bad. There's a little yeah. bit more menace to him, I feel like. Yeah, and obviously, like, the whole tiger striped jacket and purple, yeah. like, you know. This guy's great. Really... This uh, guard that he has is fantastic. This guy's hilarious. Yeah, he has, the, he has the best lines ever, and by that, I mean the worst, but they're oh. so funny. Well, here's your uh, favorite character of the movie, right? Good gosh. Another... This okay, This is an awesome shot. Batman f- sliding in. What an entrance! And then the, she ruins it by going yeah. hot entrance. Ah, just have him immediately. And then he just ignores her and go starts talking to Jim Gordon. And if he had just come in and said and just started talking to Gordon, that's an awesome scene. Yeah, like have her have her be like speechless. Yeah. So this is Nicole Kidman's Chase Meridian, a made up character for this movie. Um, love Nicole Kidman. And sure. and she's fine in this movie. It's just and this character really isn't terrible. But this wow. Batman fascination is awful. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, at, least, at least she isn't screaming the whole time yeah, like Kim Basinger. But but this but yeah. obsessive Batman uh, erotic thing is very weird and off putting and terrible. But when she's not doing that, she's not a terrible character. Oh no. So again, could have been, should have been. Could have been better, but we have Val Kilmer, Batman, which this Batman suit is my favorite one out of these three movies. Really? Or these four movies. Yeah. I like all the suits that he wears in this movie. I was not expecting that. I think they're done well because at this point, the technology was a lot better than it was in those first two. Oh, and so yeah. it's a lot sleeker. It just looks, I don't know. It looks a little better. And then it goes too far. With the next movie, I mean, and technically there are nipples in the this suit, but you you don't really notice. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't go quite like, to the point where I can Batman. Okay, and Robin is, like, that would have killed him. Them. Yeah, he's standing in the front of a wrecking ball, and then it moves away from him after it crashes through <laughs> the wall. Come on. But uh, anyway, and so then we got all these goofy goons with these neon guns and two face paintings on their faces, but yeah, and. uh Batman's obviously coming up the elevator. Yeah, because he always does. <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to shoot him, and I don't know why you put neon in your guns, but... Well, there, right. there's a lot of neon everywhere. There's neon everywhere. Because yeah. one thing that they were trying to do is make it, quote-unquote, hip and very MTV music video-like. Oh, yeah, like the the part uh, later on when... Uh... When Robin goes to okay, the, like, this is great. You know what we were talking about? We were talking about Batman killing. Watch how great this fight scene is. He beats all these goons out, and he uses. Uh, I actually like. I like this fight scene. I think this is done pretty well. Oh, and sure. then he does the he uses this ridiculous, goofy '90s technology electrocutioner thing that Taser paralyzes kind of, him. Yeah. yeah. But uh, see, we get to see him using all these gadgets, the Bat Bola, and all these different things. He's fighting a bunch of guys, and it's not necessarily just the one at a time, even. Like, he's holding the guy down and stuff. Like, it's done well. And then, but see, watch this. This is the difference between Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer. He doesn't throw him down the elevator shaft. He puts it with that guy. Not a single guy died. Not one guy does Batman kill in this movie. 
Yeah, of all people to get that, Joel Schumacher. I know. Well, they were trying to make it lighter, too, so I get that. So and then he comes in yeah. to save this guy, and of course it's a trap. Not very Batman-like, but that's no. fine. Um, I mean, but what are you going to do, I guess, to get him? Mean, he's going to get him out. he got to get him out. So, yeah. But then this is pretty cool. This is a very Batman-like scene, him it in is, this thing, yeah. getting out of this. Now, this guy is great because th- every line this guy has is the goofiest, campiest line in the world, and it's hilarious. Yeah, he's like Eugene O'Neill almost. This guy's such an idiot. It's so funny. And then they pull out the whole safe with the helicopter, which is uh, – Interesting. And everyone else is just watching, like, oh, interesting. Yep. Another Tuesday night in Gotham. <laughs> Another thing, they changed all of Gotham. Obviously, it's nothing oh, yeah. like the other two movies. Um, which, which, you I know, like, it's I like, fine. I mean, you know, that was all kind of whole thing. They were changing everything. I, yeah, I like parts of it. I like, you know, you still have the giant statues and stuff. Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah, the neon lights. And the There's a lot of, of – oh, yeah, this is great. He starts pouring this acid into here. There's no way you know what that thing is. And this guy goes, oh, no, it's boiling acid. And, like, yeah, I mean, safety <laughs> deposit box aren't that big. Too. I, I just like, love that line. He just yeah. – how he says that. And it's just like, how would you know? You have no idea what that is. <laughs> you see stuff pouring out. And also, where is the light coming from inside the vault? What oh, be- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a red light in there in the background. Those small detail. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Who cares about those details? But I do like how calm and cool Batman is. Yeah, like he's him. he's calm, cool, figures out a way out, grabs but the guy's hearing you. aid, and then uses that to, I I don't see how this would actually work, but... No, that's always the thing in movies, like if you put a stethoscope up to a safe, you can, like, I've never understood. I hear it click or whatever, but... Yeah. Anyway, this guy's great, he's just... Oh, my shoes are melting. Like every, every, his delivery of everything is just picture perfect, bad acting. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Ugh. And then of course, you know, uh, Ben Affleck would just throw that guy off cause he did, oh, yeah. he was in his way. This is ben great. Affleck. Look how, look how flimsy this wall is. And, uh, this, uh, hook goes oh, into yeah. it and then ho- can hold this whole safe. But again, it's fine. We can deal yeah. with this. And then uh, that guy is like amazing. I, I can't believe he holds on to this thing. Oh my and then God, this hook yeah. holds into this tiny little plastic wall. And it goes perfectly back <laughs> in. <laughs> Which I do like that. That's awesome. Come on. Yeah, if it was Batman, 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 you know he would know exactly how long to do it for it to go right back into there. Hey, he's being considerate. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. And like, why is she coming up to a crime There's scene? no reason. <laughs> There's no reason at all. There's no reason yeah, for most of the places she's in. At least she is not brought into the Batcave. Oh, that's true. So that's a plus. And then we got this hell, like all this early CGI. Not great, but it's not great, but it's not like horrible, horrible. Nah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's yeah, okay. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, again, if this was a more serious movie, it would be more of a problem. Yeah. It, it fits for the level that this movie is. And now he's going to fly right through this eye. It's which random. Is, Advertisement for eye drops? Yeah, I guess. That's a very <laughs> big billboard. I don't really do that anymore, but that's still pretty cool. Laugh. Oh, that's a cool shot. Sure. It is. I, I do like this, how he thinks he's gone. and then Yeah. A classic. <laughs> Would you think, like, by now, like, Two-Face would be a little bit more familiar with how Batman operates. It's like, oh, he's probably not dead that easily. And, like, the whole elevator thing. Like, he, he's probably not in the then, elevator. Boom. There he is with the cape. Over the front of the helicopter, which is awesome. 
Yeah, using his cape. I always like that. I like this too. He just shoots this guy trying to shoot yeah. Batman. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's big bad Harvey being like, I don't care. Yeah, I like that. It's good stuff. One thing that does kind of bug me with this movie, <clears throat> which it bugs me more with the doctor with the chase stuff, although that's cool, and bashing just through the helicopter window. Oh, and yeah. trying he's saying, You need help, Harvey. You know, yeah, he's still like trying that. to help yeah. him. Yeah. That's another thing. This bat this Batman is always trying to help people. Yeah, he doesn't just want to kill the criminals. No. He's still trying yeah. to help him. And uh, but uh and this is okay, apparently we're in New York. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty. And Although Gotham. it says Gotham on the top of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, come on. Which is funny. It's like, okay, yep. come on. We, we know what this is supposed to be. This is not the Statue of Gotham. It's the, the Gotham Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah. So Two-Face gets away in the with the parachute, and then it crashes into there. And this is pretty cool. Oh, sure. That's a cool shot. And then he dives in to the water, which is good. But, um... The one thing that bugs me about this movie, and we'll get to it later, is the whole thing with... It's supposed to be for kids, or more for kids, but yet there's still... And and as far as violence go, I, I think it kind of fits there. It's not too... But oh, it's, it's the doc, It's the chase stuff is way, way sexualized. Yeah. And it's just like, if this was supposed to be for kids, it's just like... They could have toned back a little, but anyway. So then we got yeah. we got a better shot of Gotham, the CGI Gotham. With, uh, Although it looks all its kind statues. of like Metropolis. Yeah, it kind of does. It almost looks like ancient Egypt if it were modernized. That too. But uh, we have this Wayne Manor, and that's a good shot. I like the overhead shot right there. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. And then we're going to be introduced to Edward Nigma, Jim Carrey's oh Riddler, which is... Uh, which now, like, so many comic book movies recently have copied the whole, like... Nerdy guy obsessed with a hero oh, and then yes. becomes a villain. Yes, they have. Oh my god! We're looking at you, Amazing Spider-Man, Garbage Two, Iron Man Three. Yep. Anyway, but uh, so we get <laughs> to actually see him at Wayne Manor or at some sort of Wayne Industries plant. When do we ever get to see that? Almost never in any movie. Oh. And this is the first we're seeing him as Bruce Wayne, which he is by far the best looking Bruce Wayne. I, I don't like the glasses, but he is. Great. Well, they all had glasses. Michael Keaton's had glasses too. It was just. It, I think it was just more of a '90s style thing than anything else. But uh, and now we have this goofy Jim Carrey as Edward Nimmo, which actually I like this whole scene. To be honest, this is pretty believable. Yeah, it's not quite over the top yet. You just think of this guy as an eccentric, you know, scientist, which is a believable character. Yeah, not quite the Riddler that we all know, but not quite yet. But uh, and obviously the form the boss doesn't like him. He's clearly an annoyance to a lo- to a lot of people, and he's talking to Bruce Wayne, trying to get him to uh, you know sign off on his idea, which is stimulating brain waves with TV <laughs> to make TV, I guess, more enjoyable, sticking uh, them into the TV or whatever. Yeah. So uh, you know, and so he's gonna go over there and. Show him, and I love this guy. It's just like I'm sorry for this guy. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do love the boss. I forget what actor that is. Yeah, I do. And then there's this ridiculous giant contraption. <laughs> Looks like, like the thing on... at the beginning of Back to the Future that Doc has. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> with like a with a, bl- with a blender on the top. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, it's like if you want Bruce Wayne to invest in like your projects, this is like the last guy you want him to meet. Yep. Yeah, it you is. Want him- you want him to meet the like the the 
Ivy League scientist trying to cure mm-hmm. cancer, not the, not this guy. So now Bruce Wayne, all he's hearing is, uh, you said manipulating brainwaves? And he's just like, well, that's probably not a great idea. Clearly, uh, it's probably not a great thing to mess with people's brains. Uh, Bruce Wayne very, um, you know, smartly says, I love that. I love that they have a red sky in this movie, though. Kind of yeah, like that's weird. Kind of throwback to the animated series, though. I like it. Oh, that's sure. I didn't think about. Well, that. I guess did they have the red sky in the original animated series, or was that just in the new one? Uh, no, they had it original. They did, yeah, yeah. So that's what I like. I think that's a, th- a call out, kind of to that. Oh, maybe, yeah. And so Bruce Wayne is even kind of being like, "We'll set up a meeting for me to look at it further." And this guy is just, "Nope, I need you to tell me now." Yeah. Which is another thing you probably don't ever want to say ever, in any situation. Although, again, I love how like cool he is. Like, all right, then the answer is no. Yep. He's very Bruce Wayne-like. This is by far the most Bruce Wayne of, I think, of every character who's played Batman or Bruce Wayne. Yeah, him, him and Christian Bale, I think, had great. Christian Bale's not bad. No. He's, he, was a, he was a good Bruce Wayne, too. I do yeah. agree. But, but I, 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 just, think, I, I love I, his. I, I believe Val Kimmer more. Because Christian Bale still had a little immatureness to him. I think that was for show, though. I think that was the persona. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, part of it was, yeah. And then we get to see him get all mad. And now then we have this weird scene where he like is in a tunnel. Like, yeah, well, the well it, I like this because he saw the signal. So he's got to get to the cave. And clearly he has a way to get to the cave now from the office. And it just shoots him straight to it in this little pod thing. I like it. How Batman I mean, has a way to get to the Batcave anywhere. Well, it makes sense. But yeah, like when you think about it, it's like, how did he build that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Some things are worth thinking about. Some things aren't. That's true. And that's just cool. I like that. Although I don't know why there's sparks there. Is it broken? I, I don't know. It comes out <laughs> why is there smoke and sparks? Like, did he just barely get there before it broke? Uh, anyway, now we get back in that stupid car. Oh, I hate that car. I hate it so least, much. Yeah, at least we're not on a studio a lot, though. You can tell. True. It's uh, Ripley filmed this. Well, it was filmed. Um, uh, it was in California. Um, I think there was some uh, dome or whatever. I forgot. I was just reading about it. Like the place where Howard Hughes' plane, like airship was stored. Oh. Some giant dome in like close to like uh, close to California or close to Hollywood. Okay. I know that's where the Batcave was. Okay. This is the worst scene of the whole movie by far. By far. She put the Batcave. She, she went up to the thing, used the bat signal, called him here to seduce him. Yeah, and then she was like, I know something, his coin. Yeah, his coin, it it's can like, be exploded. And he just goes, I know, you called me here for this? Bat signal is not a beeper. <laughs> yeah, she was wearing like a night, like nightgown. And he's like, doing oh. so well. Like, that's all great how he initially does this. And then yeah. it quickly devolves. Like, he should have just left at this point. Yeah, you're right. That'd be great. But now he just keeps staying here and we get the line, oh, the car. Chicks did the car. Is that it? Yeah. She's like, yeah. oh, this whole thing is just awful. And basically, she's just talking about her history of who she's attracted to. And now yeah, it's like, Batman. Oh. And it's just like, good gosh. Groping him. This is terrible. And the fact, yeah. the only problem with this Batman is he allows all this. Yeah. and But he's still trying to leave, to be fair. But um, it's just like, he does so well at the beginning, and then he just doesn't quite leave. That's the only yeah. problem. And I get that, and you know, I get that he's attracted to her, and the, as the Bruce Wayne thing, that's fine. But eh, yeah, we're Batman, getting really over the be. top here. Yeah, and so, like stuff like this, it's like, and this is supposed to be for you're you're still trying to cater to kids. 
in a way. It's just like, eh. Little, there's the line of the Catwoman line. Or do I need skin tight vinyl and a whip? The only way they try and connect this movie to the last one. Which is so weird to think about. And then here comes Gordon. Thank God. His pajamas. To save the day. Thank you. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I saw the signal. What's wrong? And it's just like, yeah, this is like the worst thing you could possibly do. Yeah, is, like, how did she have access to the bat signal? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, and then if you're Commissioner Gordon, it's like, okay, you're under arrest. Go away. Yeah, for real. That's an awesome shot, though. Him going That's straight cool. into the car. I do like that. Although That's the cool. Dutch angles, I forgot about those. Again, they're, you know, anyway. <laughs> That's, that's pretty funny, though. He just sits there and says, ah, women. Oh, this is pretty funny. That's good. And then we have, uh, we're going to get the beginning of the Riddler over here. Or not mm-hmm. not quite, but kind of. Oh, not yeah. He's working after hours, Jim Carrey, and the, on his invention, just very goofily. And now we're going to, now Jim Carrey's become the Jim Carrey we all know and sometimes like. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. Again, I'm a very eh Jim Carrey fan. I'm too. Is this before or after Dumb and Dumber? This is after. Dumb and Dumber, I believe, was 94. So he yeah. knocks him out so with this... a coffee pot. Now we get all his lines. Caffeine will kill yeah. you. We start getting a lot of puns. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, yeah, again, Dumb and Dumber, one of the best things ever. Truman Show, amazing. Um, this movie, not terrible. It's fine. But uh, Liar Liar, great. Um, and then after that, it's kind of, eh. Yeah, when did stuff. he? I mean, I know he kind of left movies for a while, but Re, well, recently, think, yeah. Wait, um, and right around like uh, the end of the nineties, I think he stopped. Yeah. I forget why. I don't remember. Maybe I think it was after like Eternal Sunshine. Might have been his. I think he was. Was he one of the ones who just left because his family? Uh I don't remember. I don't either. But so this is he's using his invention and it's working. And I do like the part that his invention was never initially about stealing people's brain power it it happens as a side effect to this yeah um which i kind of like that that he kind of stumbled into it um so it definitely gives the thing of you know the flawed person instead of just the outright villain yeah but then he finds out that not only does it work it basically you can suck the brain power from another per- which I don't know how that works because the other people are always no. fine, so I don't yeah. really get that. But again, that's it. Certain things you do not need to think about, and this <laughs> well, is I one of like, them. I do like later on how they use it to kind of think people's like what they're thinking of, and of course, you know, they get the scene where they figure out what what Bruce Wayne is actually thinking about. Right. I, I do like how they use it for that, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know what the whole it's like. Later on, thing. he becomes like Brainiac, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's his whole plan. It's like the whole plot of the movie, really. It's to steal all the brain power from everybody. And so we just have Jim Carrey just being Jim Carrey in this whole scene, oh, just yeah. goofing you, off. You, and... you can definitely tell that Joe Schumacher was like, all right, just wean it here. Yep. Oh, Joe Schumacher loved Jim Carrey. And they, oh, they worked Val. very well together. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Joel Schumacher did not. And Val Kilmer and Joel Schumacher did not at all. <laughs> well, Val Kilmer didn't get along with a lot of directors. That's true, too. Which, to be fair, I might be a little hard to work with with some of this movie, too. Oh, sure. But also, (laughs) when you're really talented, I mean, some of the most talented people really are just hard to work with because, I mean, hey, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're playing checkers. Someone else is playing, uh, other way around. (laughs) They're playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers. Right. You know what I mean? 
So now he's talking about how he got smarter, and now this guy's like, Bruce Wayne was right. You're stealing people's brains or whatever. <laughs> Although you haven't used it yet on anybody. Yeah, I know. But you're going to. Yeah, and now he's threatening him with a bunch of stuff, and Jim Carrey's just being Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Again, though, this is before Jim Carrey was like a massive, massive star, though. I mean, he had I mean, really I only done was... Ace Ventura was... and... But I, I believe Dumb and Dumber was before this, because I'm pretty sure Dumb and Dumber was two thousand was 94. Yeah, I think by this point, he was pretty much one of the biggest... Uh, I think the biggest comedy actor, probably, other than maybe yeah, Mike Myers. Definitely up at... Like, he was on his way up, that's for sure. Definitely oh, getting yeah. to that point, at this point. But he wasn't yeah. quite the superstar Jim Carrey quite yet. No. Um, so he throws this guy in the chair... Somehow that help, has him break through this window. What a weak window. Um, yeah. And then he runs over like, oh, no. And he's like, I need my uh, thing back. So uh, then he then he pull, <laughs> pulls the thing off his head, and there the guy goes into the water. Just kills him. Yeah, which is fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a villain. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Jim Carrey puns. So, uh, talking about he needs to settle for the bronze. Although I do love the scene later on where uh, they're like investigating the death and he's like crying and acting like he's like just heartbroken over his boss dying. Where Bruce Wayne finds out about the accident and mm-hmm. suicide. The genius Jim Gordon. <laughs> yep, obviously suicide. Anyway. God, yeah, Jim Gordon's the worst. <laughs> he kind of always is, though. I mean, like, not, it, not no, but in, in this series? and then in, uh, like, the, the, this Jim Gordon's very much like the one from the uh, TV show. Oh, yeah. Which, that good Jim Gordon's great, but, again, different reasons. Yeah. So we have Jim Carrey over, over <laughs> acting emotional. I do Which like is that, actually funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just keeps breaking down in tears. <laughs> Every time he says, and then he has the letter. He's like, I found oh, yeah, this. Perfect. And, it, and the handwriting matches exactly as the sentence structure and spelling. <laughs> uh, that is hilarious. Because he knows all about him, obviously, because he stole all his brain power. But uh, just the fact that he is <laughs> just like, and it's uh, it's authentic. Trust me. <laughs> Quivering lip. <laughs> Then somehow he made made this video of him just running through the glass, which I don't know if anyone who's committed suicide just would run through the glass window. (laughs) I don't know. Again, I don't know. And then there's the suicide note. And there's Jim Gordon. Yep, definitely a suicide. Oh, God. Thanks for your help, Bruce. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Don't work with this guy. And I love this, too. We get Bruce Wayne being a good person when he's talking to his uh, secretary. And he's like, I want his his full benefits for his family. And the guy's like, suicide isn't covered by the insurance policy. He's like, I don't care. Full benefits. Yeah, that is definitely a Bruce Wayne thing. I love it. Again, we don't get to see things like that very often in movies. Well, because obviously there's just not a lot of time for it. Yeah. I, I like that we get to see that in here. And then there's the yeah. Riddler, the riddle they left on the thing, on his desk with his face. Which, man, that must have taken him a long time to make. But um, Yeah, for real. And there's the thing. And all the riddles are ridiculously easy. Yeah. That's one problem with this movie. It's uh, Come on. He's supposed to be a super smart guy, and all the riddles are that easy. But again, it's for kids. Yeah, so first one's a clock. Pretty easy. Which he gets right away. Which he should. Yeah, please. I don't care how easy they are. I like my Batman knowing stuff right away. 
Even if like- even if the answer is a ballpoint banana, I still like him knowing right <laughs> away. And then, uh, man, I hate this scene. This is the yeah. worst song in the history of music. Yeah, it's really out of place. This is the 90th of all 90 songs ever recorded, this song. Yeah. And it gets stuck in my head every time. Yeah, it's like It's bad. like he's trying to sing bad. That's what it sounds yeah, like, like. A lot of 90s music to me is that. Pumpkins. Also, why oh, is yeah. there all these Riddler things when the Riddler's not even a character? Because, I mean, because they had to make him look like and become the Riddler eventually. And yeah, and that's everything up until this point. Whatever, but yeah. this song is just awful. Yeah, In really, your dreams, you can blow his head off. Like, that's the way this like, sounds. Yeah, it's like bad REM. It's so bad, and I don't even like REM, and this is even worse. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so we see, we see him making another riddle and then going to Wayne Manor. No security, no cameras, just yeah, come right, up to the, right up to the fence. I didn't even put think about that. Just, just right up there, and then later the trick-or-treat scene. Kid, oh, yeah. How do they get through? Anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> but uh, I like how he has a stupid little moped, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I don't know how that's stuck there. but um, I guess he put tape on the back. And then hopefully it doesn't rain. Yeah, that'd be bad if like the whole plot, you know, was was based on him getting this riddle and he just got washed away. Because <laughs> it looks like it's gonna rain, but anyway. Or, or the long hair guy just like threw it away, like, oh, what is this? Yeah. So now we have uh, this is another scene that's kind of dumb, but whatever. And again, we see, we get to see Bruce Wayne in a good car finally. That's a great car. He has stupid cars in the other two movies, I mean, unless Alfred's driving around. Yeah, driving him around. <laughs> Which is another ridiculous thing. He's a little uh, chauffeur, but um. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so now he's going to see Doctor Chase Meridian, which I don't know why. The only reason I can think of is because he's he's attracted to her from when he met her as Batman. That's the only thing I, mean, I can think of. That's. Oh well, although no, he was having those flashback things, but at this point they've cut them all out. We haven't seen any yet. Yeah, no. So it's kind of a plot point that we haven't, and then he hears all this noise going on and breaks through, and she's punching a bag. Why in the heck is a punching bag in your office she's a tough female That's so stupid no that just doesn't make any sense like on many <laughs> levels no like it would be in your apartment not anyway so he breaks through and i have an appointment i'm bruce wayne and again most of the relationship between bruce wayne and chase meridian is good yeah i think it's done well a lot of yeah, times I, and, and a lot always... of, and, and she's a, obviously nicole kimman's a great actress Oh, yeah. And she does well in this role. She doesn't. She's not over the top or anything when she's this character with Bruce Wayne. But yeah. as soon as she's with Batman, she's this moron, and it's just awful. Yeah, and I always love it in superhero movies where like the love interest likes one of the alter egos, but not the other right, one. Right, right. Well, I mean, of course, I like them being separate, which they never do. But it's like the whole thing with Lois Lane liking uh, Superman by hating Clark Kent. Right, right. That's which, true. Again, you don't see anymore. No, that's true. But um. So he has the – oh, yeah, that's what it was. He came for the riddle. That's what it was. He showed her the riddle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew there was a reason. But um, but again, he already figured out what it was. Yeah, but he wants to know the psych – the like the history – like the oh, uh, character. And he has the new that's one right. too. But he want, yeah. he knows the answers, but he wants – like he wants her opinion on the characters behind, who would do this. Yeah, sure. Which is, which is understandable, I guess. Yeah, like some stalker or something. Yeah. Which – Technically is. And she just says the guy's a total wacko. And Bruce <laughs> Wayne with the great line, wacko, that a technical term? <laughs> but, um, again, I mean, and another thing, these scenes don't go on for too long. Oh, thank God. 
Like, they really don't. I mean, this scene even, you know, it moves pretty quickly. It goes from breaking down the door to showing the riddle and then moving on to that. This is stupid, too, though. This Rorschach symbol, which is clearly oh, yeah. a bat. <laughs> like, no, nobody's going to see anything else but that. Yeah, it's a very poorly done Rorschach symbol because that is a bat. Yeah, I mean, what else? I mean, we're not all Batman just for thinking. <laughs> so that. he's like, oh, so you have a thing for bats? He's like, oh, no, people see what they want. So do you have a thing for bats? Like, no, that's clearly a bat. Yeah, either a bat or a demonic butterfly. You don't really have a hold on it. Well, and then you have a two-faced, like, yeah. idol. Okay, never mind. This scene goes on a little bit too long because now he's just yeah. picking up things from her desk. <laughs> so it goes a little little bit. But, but again, it's not too – it's never too far. The movie's um, not very – not – too slow i think the pacing of this movie is actually pretty good i mean it's, it's longer than the previous two but but not by much no only by like a few minutes but the pacing but, it never it really doesn't drag this movie yeah. at any point yeah so. we don't get you know eight minute long michelle <laughs> yeah that's true and then as <laughs> soon as as soon as she starts to ask him about like him he just is like all right time to go yeah deflect <laughs> Which I, I like that too. And yeah, then we I mean, get her. Like, ba- this is basically where he asks her out to the circus, and we're going to be introduced to uh, Dick Grayson. Which again, this thing is fine, but again, and I get it. They they wanted Bat. They wanted Robin. That's fine, but I, a lot of me wants to, likes to just see Val Kilmer's Batman. I know. Yeah. Without kind of the Robin, and honestly, I don't think Chris O'Donnell is like awful. Um, I think some things are bad, but. Overall, I don't think he's like the worst. No, I mean, I'm sure. And I think he plays pretty well with Val Kilmer in this movie. Their chemistry, I think, is is not it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, he's not as knowing as he is in Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah, no. Most of the things that he's doing in this movie make at least some sort of sense. Yeah. Also, because it's I mean, his family just died. I mean, you get the emotion that he's going through. So it, oh, it's sure. a lot more understandable than a Batman and Robin. Nothing makes sense. No. But again, we'll get to that next week. Oh yes. So then we have the flying Grayson, which of course are all dressed like Robin. Cause, mm-hmm. but again, whatever, that's fine. I mean, sure. that, that makes sense. But, that's good um, hearing. Okay. Yeah. The, he didn't have that. They uh, wanted him. They made him get his ear pierced to make him look more edgy. Cause of course this uh-huh. was 1995. Yep. Yeah. Because he was kind of, I mean, this was this was the first big thing he did. He hadn't really done oh, a whole yeah. lot, and so they wanted to make him heartthrob. That was a big thing, which yeah. again makes sense. More sure. people, you know, it's a different demographic. More people to the movie. I get it. So they tried to make him a lot more. They, you know, they gave him the '90s buzz cut and the earring and stuff like that, which of course was in at the time. Yeah, then, then of course get, you get that Caesar haircut, including the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we get, uh, you know, all the acrobatics, which are totally Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, definitely not a stunt double. <laughs> Although there we have Gossip Gertie, too. She's in this movie again, the wife oh, of yeah, Bob King. About her. Yeah. Who's just annoying as heck. Yeah, not great. <laughs> and not at all like that in real life, too, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But, um, I mean, honestly, Bob Kane's more like Gossip Gertie than she is. <laughs> There's Commissioner Gordon off to the side. Yeah, just, just mesmerized. Just, just mesmerized. <laughs> Which yeah. is that pretty much accurate with the way this Jim Gordon is. He's in this, yeah, he's mean, in like three scenes and all of it's him like marveling over Batman. Yeah, he's not fully there. No, no, it's no, it's great. 
And honestly, I don't. I mean, this circus is pretty well done. I think. I think the sure. look of it's pretty cool. It's yeah. very over the top. It's very much, but it's a circus. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be like that, right? Yeah. So now he's going to do the massive death drop that only he can do without the aid of the net, which I kind of like because that was always a thing with that. Yeah. Dick Grayson could do this amazing trick that no one else could. Yeah, it kind of sets it up. Yeah, I like that a lot. Now there he goes with Two Faces goons. And then, of course, we I am looking forward to seeing this done even better in Titans. <laughs> in that one, Dick Grayson probably kills his own family. Yeah. <laughs> they, they messed up the own they messed up the trick. Yeah. So we need to see this awesome whatever it is. Which is again totally Chris O'Donnell. Oh yes. There he goes. And he succeeded. And we know it's Chris O'Donnell because see, there he is. <laughs> yeah, the close ups. So succeeds everything's good and then uh it's gonna go downhill real fast because here he is old harvey himself it's funny how in you know the first one of course we have joker killing batman's parents and then this one we have two-faced killing robin's parents which this is the thing with this robin character this robin character is a, a mixture of jason todd and dick grayson He's both those characters pretty much merged, and I don't think it was done on purpose, but that is kind of what it was. Because obviously, he's called Dick Grayson, he's the acrobat, parents killed, but his attitude, very much Jason Todd, and Two-Face killed Jason Todd's parents, or maybe just dad, but Two-Face killed Jason Todd's parents, so that's kind of where that comes from. Kind of like in the animated series, Tim Drake is Tim Drake and Jason Todd, again, mixed. Mm -hmm. So, which is interesting. They won't ever use Jason Todd, but they always mix him with the other guy. Yeah. Anyway, so now he's saying that I'm going to blow everyone up unless Batman shows himself. And then Jim Carrey's there watching and laughing like a maniac. Which I do like how to see like everyone starts yelling and and Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne is actually trying to. That's so stupid, though. Yeah, you don't like I mean, it's just so dumb. It's just like, what what are you doing? (laughs) Well, to me, he's like he's like desperate. He wants to save these people, and it's like, even if he has to expose himself, he was willing to do it. Mm, yeah, but it's still kind of dumb. I mean, he's also un- again, you know, why is he setting for two minutes? Like, there he goes. I'm Batman. Yeah, but it's just like uh, this. Two Face thinks this is a good plan. He thinks he's going to succeed, or is he really just just wanting to blow up this this place? I mean, I think we've established that Two Face. I mean, doesn't put a whole lot of thought into his plans. That's very true. Or even, he thinks even like later he's he, get away with it. Even later, he ruins one of Jim Riddler's plans because he's just doesn't want to wait anymore. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's fair. And then the other, you know, what's another thing that's never touched on after this? Dick Grayson saves all of these. He single handedly saves everybody. Oh yeah. And they never mention it, ever. Like never one time does anyone well, say, ne- "Wow, you saved everybody." Never. Yeah, no one else. No one else mentions. It. I mean, he mentions that, like you know, Bruce Wayne didn't do anything. Well, yeah, but I'm just mean like he gets zero credit for this. Oh yeah. All all these hundreds of people would be dead. I mean, Bruce Wayne doesn't do much. He comes swinging no, down and yeah. kicks some people, and I would think he would probably be exposing himself as Batman at this point. But um, that's a good point. Th- you know what? This is another problem with this Two Face. There's a lot of problems. Obviously, everything's a problem pretty much with this Two Face. The coin doesn't make any sense in this movie. 
in this movie, there is no dual identity. Yeah. In this movie, he's just always wanted to be evil, and the coin's like his mom. Yeah. Where it's going to... And there he goes. He shoots the cables, and the Graysons come falling to their deaths as uh, Dick Grayson comes and saves the day by getting this thing. But um, this Two-Face, because he's always wanting to do the bad thing, mm-hmm. but but he's, you know, he's just waiting on the coin to let him. But it's never like... Anyway, here they go, come crashing to the ground, which is weird that they don't show it. Uh, again, I mean, they're trying but, uh, to censor again, the violence. But at the same time, I think it's more, I think it is better this, that oh, way. Oh, yeah. And there's we more. Don't them. Um, See them splatter. Yeah, there's better. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. More effective, I think. Yeah. So then he gets the bomb. Everything, Dick Grayson single-handedly saved all these people. It does not get nearly enough credit. But they're all, <laughs> they're dead. Um but Two-Face, he's always wanting the coin to be the bad side in this movie. Yeah. Every time. And like later on, we see a scene where he's just sitting there and keeps keeps flipping, waiting for it because he wants it to be on the bad side. And it's like, that's not Two-Face at all. No. Two-Face is very much split. And it's very much, oh, okay, coin tells me to do this. Well, that's what I'm doing. He doesn't yeah. want one or the other. In this one, he just only wants to be bad. and But he just waits on the coin to let him. Know, to let him. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. I just noticed that when I was watching this uh, the other uh, yesterday or two That's days ago. That's a good point. So now we have back to Wayne Manor with him on a motorcycle because, of course, he's an edgy heartthrob teen. Yeah, I do really like that Wayne Manor, though. Oh, yeah, me too. I do like this Wayne Manor because yeah, nice. it looks real because it's actually yeah. a real house. I'm, I'm assuming I'm, – I mean it looks like a real house. I would assume well, just it is. And, and a location. Like, I don't know. It just – Feels like way better where it would be. Yeah, I agree. So Gordon is taking him here. Although this kid is clearly twenty-seven years old, so I don't <laughs> yeah. know why he needs someone to, to stay somewhere. Yeah, how? Why doesn't he just go with the circus? Like, why? Why did he have to leave the circus? It's I not mean, like it's, he's. A, it's not like he's an eight-year-old kid that needs a dad. Yeah, it's, that's the weird part. He's clearly almost like thirty, but. So it's, I mean, I don't even know what age he's supposed to be in this movie. Clearly he can drive. So is he what's supposed to be 18? Even then, yeah, I mean, you don't need like yeah, a, anyway. Dick Grace is usually supposed to be like college age where he, when he meets that age. But it's definitely not Chris O'Donnell here. No. No, Dick Grace is not college age when he meets Batman. What are you talking about? In like the animated series and stuff. He's already known Batman. He didn't just meet him. No, I mean, I like, but when he comes into play. Well, yeah, but not the origin. No. But anyway, so then he's just going to leave, which makes sense. He's like, I'm not staying here. Why would I stay with you? Yeah, it'd be weird. I don't and know yeah, he's just going to go and kill Two-Face. That's his whole plan, which again, yeah. makes sense. I don't mind. I don't mind that. I don't mind no, him being like, I want to kill Two-Face. Hey, he's naive. Yeah, and so Bruce's whole thing is, I need to help this kid. Again, that all makes sense too. Yeah, I do like that. And so he basically reverse psychology, reverse psychology tricks him into staying. So I guess he is like a 12-year-old kid. <laughs> it's like, oh, your bike's running low. Fill it up here. And I love how he goes in this garage and he's just like, this is a garage or a car museum. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, he uh, piques his interest with all his, with all his motorcycles. Of course. Which Bruce Wayne probably never r- rides, but whatever. Nope, probably not. And we just have him fawning over the different bikes. Bruce Wayne's got the 90s dad pants. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, for the belly button. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton had him, too, in the other movies. He did. That was the thing. God. I did not miss the 90s. No, me neither. Not not much. Some good stuff, but... It's 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 a few and far between. Yeah. To be honest, I don't mind his hair though in this movie. No. I think his hair looks good. It's fun. <laughs> so then he has this great meal. He's like, oh, all right. I guess I'll feed it to the dogs. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but that would make you want to stay. I know, it would, it would. I like that. And I like how he calls him Al. I think that's funny. Yeah. See, this is the first time we get kind of the main plot point of this movie is right here. Where he finally gets the first of his flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Which is this awesome thread that is severely pulled out with deleted scenes. Again, two of the best scenes of this whole movie are deleted scenes. And um, it has to do with this, this, uh, this plot point with him remembering his uh, parents' death. Repressed memories he has of this. Which, again, makes sense. If you were an eight-year-old oh, yeah. kid... And you witness your parents getting gunned down. God, yeah. I believe you would have some repressed memories. Oh, the pearls. Yep. And again, none of this is overdone. It's not like no. we're having to relive the origin. It's just, yeah. it makes sense because this is Batman. This mm-hmm. moment is Batman. And so you need this much, just like in Spider-Man, you need Uncle Ben to die. Marvel. Yeah, like people, people always complain about seeing, you know, his parents getting killed. It's like, but you kind of have to take that with it. That's the central part of the character. So now we exactly. see the funeral. That's what I just don't get. The central part of Spider-Man is Uncle Ben dying. The central part of Batman is his parents dying. You can't have the character without these elements. Yeah. You don't have to show them. You don't have to start the movie off with them every time, obviously. But there has to be a callback to them at least. Yeah. And they, and it doesn't even have to be this much. Like in this movie, you know, you don't have to. But that that it has to be established that that is. Yeah, you have the to reason for the character. Yeah, and this whole thread with this uh, journal is not explored enough. No. What it was supposed to be is, which in a later scene was supposed to happen, where uh, Bruce finds the journal and sees that it says, uh, "We wanted to stay home, but Bruce insisted on seeing a movie," and so his whole repressed memory is that it's his fault that his parents which I are like dead. A lot. But they don't explore that part, really. They cut most of that out. So this, no, they just kind of leave it with just him. Says there, he says, "I killed them," to to Alfred, and then changes it and says he killed him, talking yeah, about Two Face's parents. And then Alfred's just like, "No, you said I. I killed him." That's his repressed memory. But again, they don't really explore that in this version. Yeah, I remember being confused about that when I was a kid. Yeah, because they because they just took it out pretty much. Which is a shame. It is, but I mean, I get it because they were trying to sure. make it lighter. So I do. It is darker, so I get it. But um, yeah. it's, it is a shame because it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Like this movie could have been much better than it is. Oh yeah. There were elements like the movie that was made was not was a good movie. I mean, and, and obviously I like it anyway. But it was even better for sure. This is the other stupidest scene of the whole movie. This is so dumb. The re- how to explain? Oh, is this a Robin? So, yeah. oh, yes, yeah, it like was ro- got the name. my brother's. Uh, my brother's wire broke, and I s- I swung out and got him. My father said I flew in like a robin. Who in the heck would ever say that? Yeah, like of all birds, right? Like, oh, cool. No one would say that. <laughs> we don't have to have a reason for everything. 
Good thing he didn't say you flew in like a hummingbird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you would have said, if you even would have said it that way, you would have said an eagle or something cool. Exactly, eagle. <laughs> like, geez, that's such a stupid thing. But it's just the thing of, oh, we there has to be a reason for everything. It's like, no, yeah. no, there doesn't. There doesn't yeah. have to be a reason for everything. Anyway, whatever. I mean, we all know it's called Batman and Robin. We don't care why no. he's called Robin. It's because of Robin Hood, not because of the bird. <laughs> whatever. So we got through that stupid scene. Those are the yeah. two dumbest scenes. That scene on the roof uh, with Chase flipping a bat signal and that scene, to me, are the two just uh, overall dumbest scenes. When, he, when Batman goes to visit Chase like in her apartment. Yes, that's the other one. Yep, I agree. Yeah. But we get bat smile in that scene, though. Yeah. I, I like, like that. that part. It's I stupid, like but it's funny. Um, <laughs> so now we have Two Faces goons chasing Batman down. I don't know why he was out driving. I don't know anything. But yeah, anyway, but he's just on patrol. Was- it's fine. Um, but so he's driving, and then, of course, I don't know how Two Face even planned this far out. This seems too smart for Two Face, but um, <laughs> yeah. at the same time, stupid. Oh, of course. Because then there he is. I'm going to now. I'm going to shoot you. And then I like how the Batmobile like can just do stuff like that. Oh, sure. Although, does, does Batman technically kill those people? Cause... No. Okay, that's fair. That's I have a very lenient... Like, you can really kind of push the envelope in terms of Batman, like, not saving people or killing people. Yeah, no, I agree. Because, like, like, again, just blatant, like, him throwing someone off, you know, down the tower. Right. And, Shooting people, blowing up the guy with a bomb, like that's blatant. Yeah, but like, um, like even BVS, the scene in the warehouse where, like, the one guy pulls a grenade and Batman kicks the guy, and the guy goes flying into the guy with a grenade, and they both go in the elevator, right? And they blow up. It's like Batman's not going to jump in there, yeah, risk killing himself to save them. That's, like, that's true. Their fault. That's fair. That I'm okay with. But then Batman in the Batmobile just plowing into that car is like, okay, right. that's not good. Yeah. I agree. So that right the, there was totally And this, fine. this scene is pretty cool. This car chase scene is pretty cool, although oh, sure. it ends really stupidly. Because this is yeah. another thing like in – remember in Batman Returns when uh, he just leaves Catwoman? Yeah. That's what happens here. He's running away yeah. from these guys. Yeah, it's weird. He's not trying to stop them at yeah, all. The, the, the bat signal came on and that's why yeah. he came out. And, and he's like, trying oh. to run away from these people. And so he's going straight at this wall. This was 100% Joel Schumacher. Yeah, this was, no, like uh, for like it was, and um, so he goes up the wall, which, uh, whatever, okay, uh, it's th- then the whole thing. I remember I was watching special features about it, and the stunt people or the special effects people were like, "Yeah, Joel wanted it to go up the wall," and we were like, "Why? Where's the <laughs> logic in that? How does it get down?" But he didn't care, so they put it in there anyway. That's which is fine because as as like a little kid, you're like. Well, it went oh, up the wall. Like I, I get it. that's fine. I mean, I, yeah. it doesn't bother me. It's whatever. No. What bothers me is him running away. Yeah. Like and now it's it, these. These are flip flopped. Now Two Face is like, oh, I didn't get him. Shouldn't it be Batman being like, oh, I didn't get him? Yeah. Anyway, so we have this statue of David as a uh, with uh, him with <laughs> Jim Carrey trying to figure out his <laughs> criminal name, which, which I do kind of like. I do kind of like <laughs> <laughs> the puzzler. No. The gamester. <laughs> and I love how he just gives up and he's just like, all right, fine. Captain Kill. <laughs> Captain Kill. Uh, and he can't come up with an idea. Question mark, man. That's good. This is funny. And then that weird little thing that he has. What is that supposed to be? A fortune teller? Like, what is that it, thing? It's like the thing from Big. 
Yeah, is it supposed to be a fortune machine? Like, I, what is I, that thing supposed to be? Yeah, some type of carnival attraction. Like, I'm sure if you you can ask, like a like a magic eight ball. Maybe uh, it has to be. It's got to be some reason for it, other than just to give him a Riddler suit. But I mean, it's definitely in this movie just for that. Oh, but, like, for I've sure. never I've never seen this before. Yeah. Anyway, so he's gonna come up with the Riddler idea. Now we have Two Faces Lair, which I like this too. You like this? Yeah, I don't mind. The, the double-sided everything. Is it over the top and too much? Yeah, but this whole movie is, so it's fine. Yeah. And we have Drew Barrymore. Very, very underappreciated underappreciated role. I, like, I thought she was a bigger star by this point. <sighs> was she not? 95? I mean, she was in E.T. Right, well, she was like when six. She was a kid. So that doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, I think, was it Charlie's Angels that kind of made her big? I guess. I, I guess that was later. I don't know. Is, I think it was later. Yeah, so I guess she yeah. really wasn't much at this point. But it still always throws me off every time I see her in this role. Yeah, you forget she was in the movie. And she's fine. She's fine in this movie. Sure. Yeah. Although, I mean, yeah. I, I don't mind this over-the-top double-sided thing. I think it's kind of funny. Eh. In this movie, it makes sense. Yeah, so that's why it doesn't bother me. And then here comes Jim Carrey, which makes sense. Again, he's the Riddler. He can figure out where Two-Face was. Oh, sure. I love – this is the best Two-Face, I think, in the whole movie is because he's actually kind of serious in this part because he's yeah, mad right. that he's in there. And we have this ridiculous Riddler outfit. Every time he's yeah. a Riddler, he wears a different outfit, I'm pretty sure. And then uh, – You might be right. I think he does, and they're all weird. But um, this is where he's going to say his plan to, uh, you know, to help – Two-Face or whatever. There's not a whole lot to say with this scene. No. He's just kind of threatening him and he's going to say, you know, the whole riddle is figuring out Batman, killing Batman. But the way to do it is to humiliate him and then kill him, which, again, is all fine. That's fine. I don't get that mask. What, his? Yeah, it just seems a little pointless. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're trying to pay homage, but... His eye makeup, too. Like, why do you need eye makeup for that tiny <laughs> of a mask? And he's got the, the Batman eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. But he's saying we need to embarrass him and crush him. Which makes sense. Yeah. You can't... Yeah, you can't make him... You can't make him a martyr. And so then... But I like how Two-Face is just like... This is the only time the coin actually means something is in this yeah. movie. Or in, is in this part of the movie. That's a good point. And I love how he's just like, eh, fine. Go ahead. Make <laughs> your pitch. Because then at the end, he's like, all right, well, if it lands this, we'll do it. And if not, I'll kill you. That's yeah, the only time what... he act- it actually like has an actual meaning to, to coin. Other than that, there's really no point. It's just, oh, can I do this or not? I want to. Can I? That's all it is. Yeah, it just reminds me of that, that great scene in Dark Knight where the Joker visits Harvey in the hospital and you know, he lets him flip the coin. He's like, yeah. you live, you die. He's like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's great. Can't wait till we get to that movie. I hate people talking about how, oh, the Joker's holding the hammer back. So didn't. No, that's not right. That meme is wrong. What What meme? Uh, where they they have a picture with him, and I love that. See, Two Face is just like, now get to the point. That's the only time he's actually serious. Yeah, um, right. You have a serious impulse control problem. <laughs> <laughs> that line makes me laugh every time. 
there, there are some lines from Jim Carrey that make me laugh. In this oh, movie. sure. Um, no, in uh, The Dark Knight, there's a still frame where Joker, you know, when Joker gives him the gun yeah. and puts it up to his head yeah. and he's holding his hand there. Well, there's a shot where it looks like his finger is over the hammer. And so people froze it and were like, look how smart Joker was. He had his finger there. So even if Harvey oh, tried to kill him, he wouldn't. No, it's like, no, no have no. you watched the scene? That's not no. at all. The Joker was His hand's moving prepared. all over the place. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? His hand is not in that position the whole time. No. And that wouldn't and, even and, stop it. No. The, and the Joker has, like, doesn't care if he dies. Right. Like, it's like, it's all about, he, like, he's not bluffing with Harvey. Right, right. Anyway. Now stop that. Yeah, I know. I, I think that's dumb. <clears throat> so he's given yeah. him his plan of put one of these boxes on every house in Gotham so that he can get all the brain power from everybody. And that's really the whole plot of this movie. Which doesn't seem like a whole lot of stakes, but... No, kind it, of like the whole penguin plot. But it's fine. But the difference with this one is... I believe this guy's crazy enough and that's all he really wants. And that's that's fine. Like, Oh, sure. It's that and to destroy Batman. You don't need any more. You, you start no. getting too much and then it's too much. And there he goes. Heads we uh, accept, tails we blow your head off. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. It's the only good part of the coin. Yeah. Oh, and there is where we're going to have to bring this episode to a close. Always two parts because of just how long that these commentaries are. I mean, this is, you know, it's a long movie, over two hours. So that is where we're going to leave them off. But don't worry, the part two is already up. So go ahead and click over to that one and check that out. You can listen to part two of us talking about and watching Batman Forever. So go ahead and check that out right now. <laughs>